Hi, and welcome to the Joy of Being podcast. My name is Harriet Fagerholm, and I'm your guide on the journey towards self-love. This podcast is called Joy and Suffering are a Pair, Not a Battlefield. Yes, is life a battlefield? Uh, are there a lot of things that are hard to accept? Is it hard to accept that uh, suffering is a part of life? And that suffering really has deep, deep, deep places of wisdom and insight for us. I think every human being is uh, meeting some kind of adversity and suffering in their lives. And it's very much due to the fact that we have been born. Uh, we are also part of the story of suffering of humanity. Because we are inheriting uh, the ancestral stuff, the ancestral traumas. And someone in the family needs to start heal those intergenerational traumas, the suffering that has been in the family. And if we look back in history, there has been a lot of suffering. And now collectively we are awakening up to the fact that we are collectively traumatized and every individual in a way are carrying traumas. Uh, some of us carry very severe traumas, others are not so severe, but still because we have a culture where we have not been encouraged to allow our feelings to, to flow freely. We can say that we have been emotionally neglected, many of us, in a way that we have not received as children as we, what we would have needed to receive. The mirrors, the, the co-regulating adults that help us to be with our feelings and not, so get, not to get so overwhelmed by them. Because trauma is also created through overwhelm. That when we as children experience things that are so, so overwhelming and we have no, nobody around us to help us regulate our nervous systems, then there is a trauma and those feelings are stuck in our beings. And those stuck emotions will at some point start create more of a suffering for us. Whether it's in, in the form of a disease, a physical disease or mental disease or just challenges, let's say, in our relationships, uh, in our lives, with our work. So we might be struggling in ways that we don't really understand what is the reason for this struggle. And we might not want to address the whole idea of, of life as suffering and suffering as a part of life, going through life with emotional pain, with sorrows, with heartbreaks, with wounds, uh, with frustrations, with disappointments, uh, all of that with, which turn into to suffering. And suffering per se is nothing we should be uh, kind of keeping in high value uh, there is no, no special need for us to suffer anything extra or idolize the, the suffering in a way that, that life is about suffering. 
No, I don't think so. Life is about finding your own way of being happy and feeling joy. And by accepting that if you fight your suffering, if you neglect, if you kind of turn away from it, uh, then you are also turning away from your real joy, from your deep joy. So these are not polarities, that it's either or, that only by embracing your suffering, embracing your life's adversities, uh, healing your, your own heart, healing your own emotional patterns, healing the traumas from your family and ancestors and your own experiences in life, by doing that work, you will release uh, your real joy because there is a very, very big joy in, in the fact that when you have overcome something difficult, that deep satisfaction and deep joy of knowing that, yes, I was able to turn this situation into a victory for myself. And the situation can be small or big and most of other people would not understand why this why this issue is so big. But you know for yourself that this was a victory. And I can share about an example. Uh, I was brought up in a family in, a, in an area where there was a lot of conservative religious groups and various different groups with their various interpretations of faith and, and Christianity. And there's one specific group uh, who has created this kind of belief system that only they are the only ones that can come to heaven. They are the only ones who have understood this right and all the others are condemned to hell or condemned and we should actually, you know, uh, not be in contact with, with others outside that group. And especially women, are totally, completely ignored. And I had to endure uh, a very close presence of this religious group in my childhood because they were uh, very close in my family relation, not in my own family, but through my grandfather. And as a child, you don't understand. You, you feel and sense those conflicts and those... Um, <laughs> that suffering uh, that is being generated there because you cannot fully accept the other uh, and you are not you don't feel that you are fully accepted and you don't understand why as a child you have no idea that there would be something different with my faith and my belief system you just try to cope and you try to love and be 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 with everybody a child doesn't think about different belief and faith systems uh, what how you should be or not be but of course you are raised in in that conservative environment you get obedient and now in my adult age I got an inner inner strong urge to kind of speak up for my truth it was related to a situation with my father when he was ill uh, on his last <laughs> weeks and I was there with him in the hospital and some men from this religious group tried to come in and kind of, yeah, I, I'm not sure what they wanted to talk about with my father, but he was not able to receive any, any more, you know, outsiders into his room and I de denied them to come in. And after that, I spent the whole night in total anxiety, 
And I felt so, so upset and not knowing really what, what was this all about. And now I, it, it came up to me, it's already nine years ago when this happened, but it left such a deep imprint, such a deep su- suffering in my, in my soul, that I felt that I am now going to write them a letter that how deeply that behavior hurt me, how I was ignored and how I didn't understand what on earth they would come in and try to, you know, talk to my father about faith when he was about to soon die. It was so, so abusive to me. It felt so intruding. It felt so deeply, deeply hurting. And I was admitting this to myself, how deeply hurt I was and how I will not accept this kind of behavior anymore. As a child, I was, I had no chance to do anything. But now as an adult, I have a choice. So I wrote a letter and I sent that letter. And I received an answer and I sent the letter to the bishop. And I received an answer and I was heard, which felt like I was seen. So for me, any faith that is ignoring another human being, whether that human being is not part of your your, uh, faith, uh, whether that human being is a woman uh, or from another race or whatever, for me, spirituality is universal. And it's equal for every single human being. And by me, for me taking this stand uh, and overcoming this fear of authority and fear of kind of being judged or whatever, this gives me such a profound, profound joy. I stood up for myself. I stood up for my truth. And I expressed myself. And... Now this suffering is transformed into an empowering event and where I truly, truly embrace myself with joy and I can increase my feeling of joy of being who I am. I hope you feel the same. Thank you for being with me here.